Good news for all food lovers. The BBC Good Food Show Summer is back at the NEC in Birmingham from Thursday the 15th to Sunday the 18th of June. Among the top chefs appearing is Ching He Huang, an international Emmy-nominated award-winning TV chef and cookery author who's become an ambassador of Chinese cooking around the world. And I'm delighted that she joins me on the line. Um, Ching, it won't be long before we get to the show. Are you looking forward to it? I'm super excited, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. It's one of those shows, BBC Good Food Shows. It's the one that I look forward to the most every year. It's always in my calendar. Chinese cooking is, uh, next to, I guess, Indian cooking, they vie for which is the, the favourite in the UK. A lot of people enjoy Chinese takeaway. They enjoy going to, to Chinese restaurants. Are we becoming a bit more adventurous about cooking Chinese food and wanting it to be authentic at home? Oh, I think so, definitely. Um, I've been doing this for a few years now and, uh, you know, people's appetite, you know, they never wane. <laughs> they always come up with... Some fantastic questions uh, and, uh, you know, wanting to know more about uh, what to do. Um, you know, sometimes when I'm on the kitchen, you know, I have to up my game. I have to keep <laughs> thinking, you know, what new dishes, uh, new twists uh, that people, you know, would be excited about. So I think definitely, especially in the UK, uh, you know, the appetite is great. I think no more, nowhere in the world has a country where we absorb so much uh, flavours from around the world. Mm. A lot of people, as I mentioned, would, would eat out. And when they try and replicate the flavours and the textures of uh, Chinese food at home, it, it sometimes feels that it falls short. Are there some, some key things that people are perhaps missing, little insider tricks that the restaurants use um, that people miss at home when they cook Chinese food? Well, when you're cooking Chinese food at home, um, you know, it's about getting the wok really hot um, and not being afraid of that um, because you're thinking, oh, the first thing is I'm going to burn all my aromatics. But the key is to be prepared in advance. So uh, you'd have all your mise en place, which is a chef's term for having all your ingredients pre-prepped because wok cooking is very fast. So you have to concentrate. Your sole focus is really in the wok and uh, adding ingredients uh, to a certain time so that things come out, the dish comes out crisp, you know, your protein, your meats or your prawns are, are, are well cooked, but your veggies are still bright and green and colourful. So um, it's just about timing. It sounds complicated, but it's not. It's a case of, I'd say, read through the recipe really well in advance, have everything prepped, and then literally no distractions. <laughs> so, you know, no... Um, you know, shoo everyone off into the other room while you get walking um, until practice makes perfect. And, you know, um, you can absolutely make restaurant quality food at home, mm. even with, um, you know, where the wok burner isn't as uh, sort of powerful as you would have in a restaurant. You know, they, mm. they go up to like 650 degrees, uh, super right. powerful, but um, you can still achieve that. Mm. Um, and yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's all those tips. I, I love the phrase, get walking. That's that's <laughs> going to catch on, Ching. I, I, I'm convinced about that. So as we, move, as we move into the summer period, um, how, how, how seasonal is, is Chinese cooking? And what, what sort of things during the summer will you be particularly looking to, to cook? Well, summer is uh, such a special time. Uh, 
you know, we have all the best produce, bright vegetables, uh, crisp salad type of vegetables. And people don't really think that we eat uh, salads, you know, in, in China or across Asia. And we really do a lot of it, you know. Um, and the way we prepare them is in quick pickles. Uh, we call them, you know, paozi, which is just a quick pickle in something like a clear vinegar, all sorts of different vinegars, uh, like Xinjiang black rice vinegar, for example. It could just be as simple as a little bit of salt um, and then let uh, the ingredient work its magic, like drawing out the juices of cucumbers, for example. Mm. And then just, you know, having sprinkle that uh, on top of your rice or noodles or uh, meat or protein if you're not having any carbs. Um, you know, so it's it's just clever use like that in a very simplistic manner where you treat the produce with the most respect. And in the summertime, I certainly uh, cook a lot more simpler. So mm. and people think, oh, well, that is that, you know, is there much skill to that? No, not, you know, it's just knowing the skill, I think. Um, and a lot of chefs will tell you, too, is that 60 percent um relies on the freshest produce so the best produce you can get and then about 30 percent is skill so the the trick is you know picking you know fresh ingredients um that are at their best so going out to the supermarket or farmer's market you know wherever you shop that's the beauty i think of summertime uh cooking and and chinese cooking follows the the rules follows the seasons traditionally you know we, nothing was mass produced everything was grown on the farm and you just go and pick whatever was growing or whatever you sowed so um so yeah it's uh it's it's about simplicity using lots of array of different fresh vibrant vegetables uh you could just do a colorful rainbow stir fry you know, and people think, oh, well, you know, it's like cooking on a hot wok in the summer. Well, it's not really that. It's just literally um, a quick few seconds in a hot wok and you're just searing, you know, the um, the juices and the vitamins of, mm. of those vegetables in. And then that's a perfectly delicious meal. And, you know, doctors are always, um, nutritionists are always saying to us, we need to eat more veggies. We mm. need to have as many vegetables in our diet as possible for a healthy gut and I think summertime is, is the best time to do it. BBC Good Food Show Summer is at the NEC in Birmingham from Thursday the 15th to Sunday the 18th of June. Lots of information on the website bbcgoodfoodshow.com forward slash summer to see who's cooking and when and of course all importantly how to buy tickets. Ching, you mentioned uh, a couple of things there, things like soy sauce uh, and sesame oil. Sometimes people get put off by the list of ingredients that they're not familiar with in whether it's Chinese cooking or whether you're doing Korean or, or you know, or um, or Indian cooking. Um, lots of people will know, uh, you know, soy sauce, maybe hoisin sauce and the sesame oil you've mentioned. Are there any particular ingredients, maybe new new ingredients that people um, are not familiar with that uh, you'd recommend they try or, or maybe the things that you can't do without? Mm-hmm. Well, um, those ingredients, these store-covered ingredients, are key. I mean, once you have them and you invest in them, 
Um, they're literally there that you can just whip something delicious in no time. I mean, you mentioned hoisin sauce. Hoisin sauce is like the barbecue sauce of, you know, uh, of Chinese food. It's uh, so super delicious. It just wraps around, you know, ribs, chicken, uh, even vegetables, tofu, if you're vegan, um, you know, or mushrooms, and, and, you know, just stir-fried because just gives that savory, sweet note. Um, sesame oil is very important, absolutely. I would say Shaoxing rice wine. I mean, it is my go-to. If you're cooking uh, fish, seafood, if you're cooking even meats, you know, whatever meat you use, even lamb, you know. Sometimes if you're just even grilling a little lamb, just brush on a little bit of Shaoxing rice wine. Honestly, it draws out the sweetness of meat, fish, vegetables, everything. And I think it's the magic ingredient. And you're not supposed to cook with it, like with every Chinese, <laughs> uh, you know, meal. But honestly, you'll be able to taste the difference. And it is expensive. I mean, it's got more expensive as the years have gone on. Because when I first started out, you know, it was like £3.50. And now it's like <laughs> ridiculous, like everything else. But, um, you know, it, it, you only need a tiny drop, like literally half a teaspoon for your meat or fish, even when you're doing marinades. And honestly, you know, your, uh, your guests will be like, hmm, what did you put in that, you know? <laughs> And honestly, it is that. That is my simple secret um, that I would I would highly recommend. You've touched on something that's important and in a lot of people's minds at the moment, Ching. You mentioned the cost of some of the ingredients, but only needing a small quantity of it. Obviously, food is going up in price. People are, are keeping an eye on their, uh, their weekly shop. Um, mm-hmm. Top tips for um, cooking on a budget. Mm-hmm. Well... Actually, Chinese cooking is uh, one of the most economical for cooking on a budget. If if you cook at home, it's definitely going to be cheaper and healthier than a takeaway. Of course, it's occasional treats. You know, we need to also support the hospitality industry and the restaurant industry. You know, of course, that's fine. You know, we all get tired of cooking. But I think on the whole, um, Chinese cooking lends itself to that. Uh, really uh, economical edge is what I like to call it. Um, above, I think, a lot of other cuisines. Um, you know, Chinese cooking was founded during a time... Actually, there was a lot of famine uh, in the 1940s and 50s, and people had very little to eat in China. Um, and you just needed a tiny bit of meat. Um, literally, you know, my father was brought up on a farm in Taiwan, and he literally just had drippings you know, the the pork fat and a little bit of soy sauce to give flavor to rice, you know. So everything was little, everything was little. And if you look through the dishes in Chinese cooking, you think, oh, yeah, minced meat, you know, diced up minced meat, uh, stir-fried with French beans, you know, that's like a Sichuan classic. Well, that evolved because there wasn't much to eat. And so people used the tiniest bits of meat to pepper a lot of vegetables, Um and so that's, and then with a bit of rice and, you know, so it is very economical. Um, I've just done a project. Actually, my next book is, is based on this topic. And, um, you know, you'd be amazed how much you can feed for a family of four um, 
and how how cost effective it is. Um, Thursday the 15th of June to Sunday the 18th of June are the dates for the Diary BBC Good Food Show Summer at the NEC in Birmingham. And remember, tickets also uh, will get you entry into BBC Gardener's World Live. Lots of information on the website, bbcgoodfoodshow.com forward slash summer. And if you want to catch up with the brilliant Ching Hee Huang, she is there on Friday the 16th cooking on stage. Um, now, just finally, before I let you go, Ching, you've, I think you, you mentioned a new book, which would be, I think, your 11th. Uh, is that right? 10th or 11th book coming up. Do you have a favourite recipe from, from all of your cookbooks? Yes. Um, so uh, I have the new book coming out. That's in next January. But um, at the BBC Good Food Show, I'll be cooking two dishes, one from Stir Crazy, and it's my three-cup chicken, uh, so do come along and I'll teach you how to do that. It's like the uh, Taiwanese teriyaki. So if you love like teriyaki, the flavors of that sticky soy flavors, this is similar, but it comes from Taiwan, um, my country. And uh, the other is a Hawaiian sticky pineapple fried rice. So I'm going to show you how to do um, fried rice properly. So um, yeah, so and that, that uh, second recipe is from Asian Green. So, uh, stir crazy and Asian Green, something for everyone. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys on Friday, the 16th. Ching, an absolute pleasure to catch up with you. Thank you for your time. I know you've got a lot of prep to do before we get to the show, but for now, many thanks. Thank you so much, Steve.